The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hello, my name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show minus the songs every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week just one thing to mention i give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show so you'll hear that on this podcast but obviously it's a podcast it's pre-recorded so if you do send in a message about something i'm talking about to the numbers i say i mean i'm not going to read it because it's already happened it's in the past it's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway but here's the worst bit you might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time, it's a waste of my time, it's a waste of everybody's time, and so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C, Feldman. And we were down in Parliament Square yesterday recording the moment that it turned 11pm, and here's a reconstruction of, of what it sounded like. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Dear Woo! Lord, what a sad little life, Jane. You ruined my night completely so you could have the money but I hope now you spend it on getting some lessons in grace and decorum because you have all the grace of a reversing dump truck without any tyres on. Oh <laughs> Well you wouldn't, let's be honest, there's nobody in there, love. <laughs> so Jane, take your money and get off my property. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Leeds, Alec Feldman. Doja Cat say so on Wizard Radio before that Khalid and 11. Afternoon, it's Alec Feldman. Hi, 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 hi. Okay, I'm I'm declaring this now. I know we, we did a little thing about it at the start of the show, but from here on onwards, we, we're just not talking about it. Okay, you know what I'm talking about. That the thing, the thing that happened last night. We're not talking about it. We don't need to. Um, it was making me very miserable. I don't know if you heard the weekly mixtape yesterday. That was that was an interesting show. Um, I, I think I was having a bit of a a bit of a moment when I put together that show. Let's just say um, it might be on Wizard Repeats if you want to catch up with it at some point, just to, to see what I'm talking about. It was it. Was, I don't know. I feel like my musical choices on the weekly mixtape yesterday 
um, very much reflected the mood I was in. But it's fine. We're moving on from that. This is going to be one hour and 48 minutes, because that's how long is left of the show, of happiness and joy. We're going to put our head in the sand and pretend that whatever supposedly happened last night just, just didn't. Yeah, we don't need to think about that anymore. So let's, let's forget about all that and have a nice time for a couple of hours on a Saturday afternoon. Today on the show, I want to ask you about weird school trips. Uh, we'll do that after four o'clock. I heard about something, a school trip that happened this week, and I was like, what on earth is going on here? How is that a school trip? How is that educational anyway? So we'll talk about that after four o'clock. I've also invented a new fad diet. You've heard of, I don't know, the 5-2 the or the no-carb diet. All a load of rubbish. I have a solution. Uh, not quite backed up by scientific evidence yet, but we'll, we'll get to that. 10 past four to hear about the new fad diet that all the trashy magazines are going to be pushing you to go on um, and trying to exploit, you know, negativity and insecurity. This will be the next big thing. Trust me, I've invented it. I'll tell you about it at 10 past four. I've also had a lecturer that shared a little bit too much. And a new way I've found to spice up my life a little bit. Plus, uh, when's this happening? I think this is after four o'clock as well. It's James Gilmore's birthday today. So happy birthday to James. I have a birthday treat surprise for him. It's, it's probably quite underwhelming, but he will get to hear that, as will all of you, at about 20 past four this afternoon. Plus, six second guide is on the way. Totally accurate, as always. And we'll play Someone's Knocking at Your Door as well. So, a mystery guest on the show before five o'clock, but only if you can guess who they are. That is the order of business for today. Music-wise, some BTS is on the way, and Black Bear, Selena Gomez is on next as well. And first, I would like to tell you about three things that I have learned in the last seven days. This week I learned... So, three lessons from my life. I've learned them, so you don't have to. Let's go. This week I've learned... Even if you don't actually ever keep it up, if you work, if you like proper do all the work, homework, uni work, school work, whatever it is you're supposed to, right at the beginning of term, it's actually kind of helpful. You don't have to keep it up all term, but my logic is, if in like the first week or two weeks, I'm really on it with work, as I have been for the last week, just saying, that's my little flex of the day, then even when it comes to revision, you're like, oh no, I've done no work. Except in the first week when I did, at least you've already got like <laughs> the first week under your belt. This, I feel like maybe this has occurred to other people before now, but for me, this is a new thing and it's kind of changed my life a little bit. I'll be like, ah, at least I'll know the early stuff, even if I don't know anything that happens after like week two, week three. So that's, I mean, the plan is to try and keep up hard work and all that stuff. But if I don't, at least I've got the first bit under my belt. That's lesson number one. This week, I've also learned that seven days of lateness can be the difference between a first, which is like the best grade you can get at uni, and a fail, because I was really ill before Christmas, and I had a deadline that I missed because I was like dying in bed. Not actually dying, it's fine. And so I submitted this essay seven whole days late because I was ill for like seven days, so it's fair enough. Um, the mark I got for that essay was 70, which is a good mark. It, you know, I know 70 doesn't sound that impressive, but in uni terms, you get 70, you've done well. And I was like, oh, fantastic. But because it was seven days late, I lost five marks per day. So it basically halved the mark I actually got, which was bad news because, you know, if you get under 40, you fail. If you get 70, you get a first. And I, I basically just lost that in one sweep. Luckily, because I was ill, they were nice and they took the penalty off. But it was quite funny that like the best grade I've got in about two years could have been halved and I could have failed because it was like just kind of ironic and finally this one will absolutely blow your mind um get a load of this this week I learned that girls females you know that the gender that isn't male they're when they go to the toilet right they can poo without peeing can you believe it? I mean, if you're a girl, you obviously can. But if you're if you're not a girl, this might blow your mind a little bit because it blew my mind a little bit. And I've I've only known this fact literally in the last day. Someone told me, and I was I was shook. I just, I couldn't imagine a world where that's possible. And yet, here we are. We're living in it. And they were saying loads of people are always like shocked by that fact. So I I thought I'd share that one with you. Who knew? What have we learned this week then? Work in the first week 
is good. Work at the beginning, and then even if you're slack by the end, at least you've got the early stuff down. If you're seven days late submitting your work, it can basically, you might as well not have done it. And if you're a girl, you can poo without peeing. Highbrow, I know. This is Selena Gomez and Rarest Wizard Radio. Selena Gomez and Rare on Wizard Radio. It's Saturday. It's the greatest day of the week. And I'm hanging out till five o'clock. I'm Alec Feldman. Hello. Black Bear is on the way soon. I'm playing your BTS in the next 10 minutes as well. I found a new way to spice up life a little bit. I'm quite enjoying it at the moment. I feel like I've probably mentioned this before. In the first week of uni, it's been quite a uni heavy week of my life this week. Because, you know, I've done actual work. Isn't that great? First week of uni is always fun. I've got an app on my phone, right? which is the timetable of all the lectures I've got. But it doesn't actually tell you what the lectures are about. It tells you where they are and who they're with. But it doesn't say what the lecture is. It just gives you like a module code. So it'll be like LUBS3422, which means it's an economics module number 3422. Or it'll be PIED3402, which means it's politics 3402. It doesn't tell you, you know, what the, the name of it is, the subject. And so what you can do and it's quite fun. You can look at your timetable and be like, right, I need to be there at this time. And you can show up without actually knowing really what it is you're showing up to. And I find that quite fun. I enjoy that. Obviously, once you've done like the first week out of the way, then you can't do that anymore because you'll remember what happens on what day. But in the, in the very first week, the very first lecture, it is a fun kind of jeopardy game of, ooh, what lecture is this going to be? What, what's, what's it going to be? Who knows? There's so much choice, so much possibility. You just got to show up. And the first time you know what you're going to be learning about is when you see the title on the screen. And I find that quite fun. Maybe I'm just really sad and I need more exciting things going on in my life. But for me, that is quite a fun little game just to play with yourself. Blind lecture. Show up. No idea what it's going to be. And you only find out when you get there. It's got to the point now where I'll like see the guy I sit with in lectures and I'll be like, don't, don't tell me what module this is. I don't want the surprise ruined when I get inside. And I, I enjoy that. I think it's good. But I've, I was thinking you could probably extend this to a number of other areas of life. And I think that could be quite fun. The best idea I had was doing it in the cinema where you just show up and you're like, right, give me a ticket to the next film that's going to be on in screen four. And don't tell me what it is. And hopefully, I mean, it will be printed on the ticket, but you could you could try and not look at it. And that way, the first time you find out what film it is you're going to see is when the film starts. And I think that as well could be quite a fun, exciting way to see new things. You could probably see some some cool films you wouldn't have watched otherwise. You'll probably also see some really terrible ones too. But it could be quite fun. What else could you do? You could go, I don't know, could get on a bus and just like, I want a ticket to the end and ride the bus just to the end to see what's there. Or on the train. You could end up like halfway across the country if you just ask for a train ticket to somewhere and don't like be like, right, what's the next train from platform three? I want a ticket for it. And you can get on and end up, who knows, in in Chester or in Newcastle, in Edinburgh, in Paris. That I mean, that would probably be quite expensive if you got a train to Paris. But still, I want I want more of this in my life where I just blindly go into things. No idea what's happening. I'm just like Give me something to do this. Don't tell me what it is. I'll find out when we get there. And I think that'd be quite fun. I want to try this more often, I think. You should give it a go to. It'd be cool, maybe. If, if you do do something like that, especially the cinema one, I want to try the cinema one, but nobody wants to do it with me because they're like, no, I'm not taking that risk and paying money to see a film I might hate, which is fair enough, but it could also be quite fun. So if, if anyone wants to come to the cinema with me to watch a film when you don't know what the film's going to be, let me know. Let me know if you give it a go. It'd be cool to find out. Black Bear, me and your ghost is on. And then I have a question for you. Black Bear, me and your ghost. It's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec. Hello. Saturday today. It is the 1st of February, 2020. And I, I don't know. Something feels something feels different. I don't know what it is. I just... You know when you feel like something's changed. But, but you can't tell what. It just... Something feels new. You feel renewed. Things feel different. You just can't work out why. That's how I'm feeling today. Um, so I've been trying to put my finger on exactly what it is. Why I feel this way. What has changed. Specifically maybe like in the last, ooh, I don't know, 24 hours or so. 
like like I said, I just can't I just can't tell what what it is. Can't put my finger on what exactly has changed. So I've 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 tried to work it out. I've narrowed it down to a few things that it could have been because it's really it's really confusing. You know that kind of feeling when something feels different. You just don't know what it is. So um, a few thoughts. Has anybody else been feeling this? The idea that something's changed. Like I don't know what. I mean, obviously, like I said, 1st of February, it is now the month of February. We're into a new month, a month we've never, ever been in before. Well, we've been in February before, but we've never had February 2020 before. And here we are. So maybe that's what's new. It could be that the author, apparently, Mary Higgins Clark has died. And I was I was a big fan of Mary Higgins Clark's work. So maybe that's why I've, I've just felt a bit off today. That could be it. There's a new voice of Peppa Pig. That is new. That is a, a potential reason why I feel like, you know, the world has changed quite dramatically. Although, I, I'm, I'm not sure how likely that is. It could be that it's a Saturday, and on Fridays, I always I always put on clean pyjamas. Friday's clean pyjama day. So maybe just feel a bit different because I, I had clean pyjamas last night. That is an option. It could be, I suppose, the coronavirus, because that's that's hit the uk now apparently been found in york which is not really that far away from leeds where i am so should i be scared possibly and it was on a uni campus so maybe i should be really scared so it could be one of those things you know new month a dead author pepper pig's voice clean pjs coronavirus but i just uh, no i'm not sure it's any of them either i just can't put my finger on it what what's changed what is different that wasn't the case this time 24 hours ago i'm just baffled i i do not know could you help me out here just i'm trying to work out what what's changed have you noticed anything what has changed in your life in the last 24 hours or so 07807 183 538 have you woken up this morning to find something new you've got i don't know a new tv maybe that's what's throwing me off what has changed in your life in the last 24 hours? Maybe a bit longer than that. It could be the last week or so. I don't know. I only noticed the change in the last 24 hours. That's that's all I want to know. So send me a text on 07807 183 538. You can send me an email instead if you'd like. alec.feldman at wizardradio.co.uk I'm just trying to narrow this down a bit. If you've got any ideas, that'd be really appreciated. What, what has changed in the last 24 hours? What's changed? Basically, if something's changed in your life, maybe that'll help remind me what's what change i'm feeling because i'm not feeling it i just i don't know well i am feeling it. i don't know what it is so help me out what's changed in your life have you noticed anything unusual or different you can really help me out because i'm just it's really bothering me i just can't get it out of the back of my mind so 07807 183 538 what has changed in your life in the last 24 hours or so because i just i don't know what it is we will see what may have changed in a bit gonna play some tape mccray soon and now this is bts and black swan alec feldman on wizard radio please consume responsibly tape mccray and stupid it's wizard radio before that bts black swan joel cory arizona zervas on the way i'm alec feldman trying to work out basically trying to solve a mystery because i feel a bit different today i feel like something has changed possibly in the last like i don't know 24 hours just can't put my finger on what it could be uh suggestions jake says i think i know what's changed oh okay here we go veganuary is over ah which means now there are more people today walking around with red blood from meat in their systems than there were 24 hours ago a whole portion of this country has returned to their animalist hunter-gatherer ways and you know that would naturally change the way the world is Mm. that's true just walk, I went on a walk this morning just walking around I could really I could smell the meat dripping off everyone who walked past you know the meat sweats were on you could you could tell that they'd been on all the all the red meat all the beef all the pork all the bacon yeah absolutely I just I could smell that that might be it that's a good a good suggestion all the vegans have retired from veganism for the next 11 months does that mean all the like all the vegan stuff is off and re- like restaurants and places food chains that were like oh it's veganuary let's do vegan kfc for the month and then they like stop doing it maybe maybe that is what's different yeah yeah that's possible amy says um i don't know why you feel different alec 
but the world looks very different to me today because yesterday I smashed my iPhone screen. So now my whole world is in multicolor and has weird lines going through it. It's such a surprise what 24 hours can do. The world literally looks very different to me now, much more colorful and in ways happier. But I have a prediction that in a few days, my life is going to get a lot poorer. Hmm. Have you been to see a psychic or something? That's usually what they tell you, isn't it? They're like, ooh, I think, yes, you're going to get a lot poorer and you'll have a long journey. And the reason is because they've, like, nicked all your money and you've got to get the bus home. But um, Tish, um, that is that is a potential reason why. But again, yeah, I'm not sure if I'm feeling, like, empathy pain, empathy weirdness, because your phone is smashed. I feel sad or just slightly, slightly thrown off, off balance, off kilter. That could be why. But, I mean, colourful and happier sounds nice in a way, as long as it's not totally eating you up inside the fact that your your perfect iPhone is no longer perfect. It's got a massive, massive crack going down, shattered everywhere, shards of glass. Mm, yeah, that that could be, that could be why. Beth says, if you feel like something has changed, just make sure it's actually you in your body and you didn't accidentally scream at your mum in a Chinese restaurant. Oh, and... Don't cross your eyes whilst the wind is blowing. That could end quite badly. What on earth are you talking about? Is this a reference to a film that I haven't seen? Is it Freaky Friday or something? That's where they switch bodies, isn't it? Lindsay, is it Lindsay Lohan? And her her mum? That's what happens, right? Uh, okay, I think I, I think I get what that's in reference to, even though I, I don't think I've seen that film all the way through a very, very long time ago. Um... Yeah, no, it is It is definitely me in my body. It's, you know, it's fine. My mind is the same, and also looking down and across. Yeah, it's all there. Still there. Two eyes, two ears, some legs, some hands. Yeah, I'm all fine. I am still myself. And uh, don't cross your eyes whilst the wind is blowing. Is that also another film reference? Is that from the same film? I don't. I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> um, it is quite windy, though, but my eyes are not crossed which is which is good we're okay uh, yeah i don't think that's that's why i'm feeling different who else have we got nikki it's weird you say this alec because at about 11 p.m last night i heard a really loud laugh i don't know exactly who the laugh was from but it was definitely a southern slightly old definitely racist white man that's that's very impressive that you can deduce all that just from a laugh it was a laugh of victory and success, Nicky says. I have no idea what he was laughing about, but he seemed to be quite proud of himself. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. I wonder, I wonder why. Maybe, yeah, maybe that laugh was symbolic of the reason that I feel a bit different today. Feels like something's changed. But no, I guess, I guess we'll never know. We'll never be able to work it out. It'll just remain a mystery what, what exactly it is that has changed today. We'll never know. Coming next, it won't help solve the mystery, but it did provide some entertainment. A lecturer of mine accidentally massively overshared this week. I'll tell you in what way they did that. After Joel Corey, this is Lonely. Looks like he is here to stay, Joel Corey and Lonely. He's had two songs now. He just needs another one to like fix himself in place in like music history. I'm not saying he'll go down as like a musical legend, but you know. If he's had, like, three songs, then he'll be like, okay, Joel Corey's actually an artist that we take seriously and not, like, oh, he had that one song once. He's, he's doing well. He's doing all right to get to that point. Maybe, I wonder what, if, like, all of his songs are just named after emotions or feelings. Sorry. Lonely. Um, what else has he got? Hungry. Sleepy. It's like this. <laughs> it's like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. That, that's what you should call his album. I'm genius. Joel Corey, hire me now, please. Thank you very much. You need you need me on your marketing team. Anyway, my lecturer, who has accidentally overshared someone, something, you'll enjoy this. It is a tale of, of oversharing. It is a tale of technological mishap above anything else. Um, there's, a, there's a weird bit just before a lecture starts, usually, where the lecturer's there. They're like stood up at the front. Everyone's coming in, but... It hasn't started yet, and so the lecturer is just standing there, not really saying anything. 
this this person in particular was unusual in the sense that she was saying stuff not to anyone in particular just kind of to herself um she was talking about how the lights in the room work differently to lights in other rooms fascinating conversation i know and two minutes past 11 and it starts everything starts at five past and ends at five two so i got to like two minutes past and she was like right i'm just gonna just gonna go to the toilet i'll be back soon and um this is when things got slightly interesting because all lecturers when they deliver lectures they plug in a little like microphone just not a proper big microphone just the type you can attach to your your collar or your shirt whatever you're wearing and that picks up what they're saying so that i guess if you're wearing a hearing aid it'll just get piped straight into your ears or when it gets recorded and put online the audio quality will be good there or just so everyone in the room can hear all right because sometimes they're quite big rooms and so she was she was wearing this this microphone and and off she goes to the toilet forgetting to take off the microphone oh dear oh dear just oh oh no and i kind of i was quite quick to twig this i realized quite quickly because you could still hear like shuffling about after she'd left the room but also you could you could hear her like murmuring to herself as well trying like a little like where we where we go oh it's this one oh yes over here good just kind of a little running commentary of how you have a journey to the toilet and I was kind of like, oh no, oh dear, here we go. We're all gonna, we're all gonna hear this, this lecture go to the toilet, aren't we? And mm, sure enough, um, you know, a bit of a rustling of clothes, and then you do hear the little, the little trickle, um, <laughs> and then, oh, you know, a few moments after that, a bit more rustling. You hear the, the tap go, and the water in the sink, and the hand dryer and then walking back again and she walks in obviously like like nothing's happened because i don't think she realized and yeah no one's going to mention it but we all knew she didn't know but we knew for the rest of that lecture that that we'd all heard <laughs> heard our lecture go to the toilet because she've got to take a microphone off there is a story here a moral a moral maybe i don't know just a lesson i guess that you should <laughs> be careful with sort of wireless microphones and Bluetooth. I bet. I bet a lot's gone wrong with Bluetooth speakers. I bet, um, amongst other things, technological mishaps can lead to people hearing things that they're not really supposed to hear. And that's that's what happened to me in my lecture this week. The lecturer inadvertently shared with a room of probably about, I think it was only about 30 people at the time. But with a room of 30 people, we all heard her going to the toilet. It felt weird as someone sitting listening to it and you know not being able to do anything else because it's just being broadcast over the speakers it was it did feel a bit weird you feel like you shouldn't be there and yet there's nothing you can do about it because it's just in your face it's unavoidable but it was it was, it was pretty funny i i'd say in a way just because of the the weirdness and the stupidity of the whole situation it probably was the most entertaining thing that happened to me possibly all week which maybe says more about me than than anything else but it was it was quite funny <laughs> oh Poor, poor lecturer. We'll never see it the same way again. Once once you've heard someone peeing, you can never go back. Someone's knocking at your door is coming up. We'll play that once again after Arizona Zervas and Roxanne on Wizard Radio. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Afternoon and welcome once again to another game of radio's best door-based game show, Someone's Knocking at Your Door. I'm Alex Feldman, I am your host, and without without further ado, um, oh, I've run out of catchphrases that I can rip off, that's so annoying. Um, I always say I'm going to come up with catchphrases and then I forget. Hmm... We've already done... I got banned from doing Let the, the Door See the Knocker, didn't I? Okay. No, I don't know. Let's just let's just get on with it, shall we? I'm going to give you, with the help of James Gilmore, asking some insightful and incisive questions. Is that a word? I think it is. Five clues about who is going to be knocking at the door. All you have to do is try and guess, based on those clues, who it is. If you work it out, they can come in. We can have a chat. We can have a cup of tea and find out something interesting about them and their life. If nobody guesses it, then... They get sent away. They get banished forever. 
and no no guests, no tea for them. So the person this week should be here any minute. I've actually um, arranged them to come over this week. I've pre-booked a special guest for someone's knock at your door, which I know means it isn't as much of a surprise for me, but it will still be a surprise for everyone else. So they should be arriving any minute now. And here they are, right on cue. There they are. I don't need to look through my peephole this week. I don't need to use my, my new ring doorbell because I know who this is going to be, I hope, unless it's someone else that's come uninvited. So, question time, please. James, hello. Hi. Actually, just for all of our sake, can you look through the peephole just to make sure it is the right person? Oh, okay, fine. Thank you. Um, is it... Yeah, of course, it, of course it is who I was expecting it to be. It was never going to be oh. anyone else. Okay, but, you know, I just thought, you know, if we are sat here guessing for an hour, we might as well know that it's the person that you think it is as well. Okay, okay, fine. Anyway, it is that person. I'm glad to know. All right, is this person... What have you got for me? Is this person a woman? No. Okay. Not a woman. Um, is this person... Um... Is this person a specific person? Yes, they are. Okay. So it's not. We're not. We're not talking about the postman here. We're talking about if it's a postman, it's postman Pat. Okay. Mm. Um. Is this person real? Yes. Okay. We're getting quite far here. We are. How many questions do I have in total? Five, and you've used three. Okay. Thank you for reminding me. How many times have we played this game? I still don't know the rules. Um. Is this person a musician? <gasps> yes. Oh, okay. So it's a famous musician. Is this famous musician in the UK top 40 at the moment? I haven't checked, but I highly doubt it. Okay. Okay, so... It's a male musician who is not in the UK top 40 right now, which means they're probably not the most relevant musician. Okay. Mm. All right. So it could be Bob. Uh, it couldn't be Bob the Builder, but it could be, um, I don't know. Did Ainsley Harriet ever have a song? I hope so. <laughs> yes. Not to my knowledge. All right. And he's already visited once. We have That's to take true. him to the hospital. Oh, of course, yes. Fell down the chimney. It was terrible. So, who do you think it is then? 07807 183538 is my phone number. Send me a text with your guests. You can tweet it to me as well, at WizRadio. By email, send it to station at wizardradio.co.uk or slide in on Facebook. facebook.com slash wizardradio. You can find us and send us a message and we will get your guess as to who it is. They're a male musician... Sorry, they're, they're a non-female musician who's not currently in the top 40. And that is, that's basically where we've got to go on this week, which is kind of... There aren't many clues, but also the ones you have are quite useful. So who do you think it is? We will find out at about 10 to 5. So stick about once you've got your guesses in to find out whether it was right or not. Coming up also, I've got a new fad diet that I want to promote to the world. Because I think, you know, the world needs another one. We've had 5-2. We've had no carbs before Marbs. My new diet idea is going to take the world by storm. It'll be on all the trashy, glossy magazines. And I think it's inspired. It can make me a very rich man. Very rich indeed. Also on the way, I'm going to play you some Diplo. I'm going to play you The Weekend next as well. It's 4 o'clock exactly. Let's get your latest news. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. Ellie Golding, Diplo, Swaley. It's close to me on Wizard Radio before that. The Weekend and Blinding Lights, which I'm loving at the minute. I'm Alec Feldman, playing Halsey and JP Sachs soon. That's Sachs, not Cooper. But I don't know. I thought there was a monopoly on people called JP and music, but apparently not. That's playing in the next 20 minutes. Right now, though, I want to pitch something to you. It is an idea for a new diet fad. These come up and kind of all the time they come and go and like all those trashy magazines that try and make you feel terrible about yourself they go very big on them they're like oh this new diet I need to get on this diet and you'll lose loads of weight it's like who cares one you don't need to do it and two you probably won't lose loads of weight and three like stop pushing unhealthy rubbish 
this I think is I don't know whether this falls into the category of like stupid unhealthy dangerous fad dieting or an inspired idea that will either help people become healthier or not help them become healthier but still be lots of fun it, it's somewhere between those two extremes I think but I want to pitch it because I think it's a great idea I think it needs to be released into the world all these all these I don't know diets they've all got something unique about them that's stupid and it's supposed to be some some miracle like um there's that five two one that you hear quite a lot about scientists seem to love it for some reason They're like oh yes it's scientifically backed up i don't know you eat like i don't know whatever you want for five days a week and then really restrict your calories for two days a week and variants on that you can if you really want to cut out carbohydrates though why the hell you'd want to do that i do not understand why would you sacrifice all the, the nicest things in life? Beats me. All those kind of things, you know. They've all got a certain point of novelty. So does my idea. Are you ready to hear this? Brace yourselves. I give you the dip diet. This has been inspired, um, in a way, by what, I, what I've discovered I eat quite a lot of, which is dip. Variants of dip, right? Their dip is great. I just love <laughs> dip. I've never said the word dip so much. We're talking we're talking your hummus, your guacamole, your salsa, sour cream if you like. Um what other dips can you get? What's that pink one? Taramasalata. That one's a bit more niche. I think it, it tastes like fish. But if that's what you're into. Go wild. Satsiki, a dip. Um nacho cheese. Also a dip. What if you just cut out all solid food? and existed exclusively well not almost exclusively on dip obviously you need some balance the balance i'm proposing as well as just you know eating dip with a spoon nachos you're allowed like nachos little tortilla chips or possibly possibly even pita as long as you know the bulk the bulk of your food consumption whilst on this diet is dip i think this would be great it's totally untested that goes without saying all I can give you is my own experiences, which are that I eat a lot of dip, and I mean I'm 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 all right. I'm not the healthiest person in the world, but equally, um, I like dip and I enjoy eating large quantities of dip. And I think that's really all that matters in this in this situation. I'm not saying it's a miracle health cure the dip diet. I'm just saying people should do it because it's fun. Uh, yeah, totally unscientifically tested. Potential for maybe. Um, having uh, without being too graphic having the runs if you have too much dip without you know the right number of of tortilla chips or pita to balance it out like, you know these are all the important disclaimers here um but also what's not to like everybody loves dip so uh, do I, mm, i'm trying to think should i maybe come up with like a prescriptive like a menu a week's worth of menus i think that'd be quite a good idea actually just to help you get a full feel of what life would be like on the alec feldman dip diet where you eat exclusively dips and crisps for well for as long as you want to stick on the diet plan i guess so monday monday morning breakfast are there any sweet dips? Nutella. Nutella could be like a dip, couldn't it? Okay. Yes. Monday morning, you have some Nutella on nachos. Tortilla chips. Yes. Good idea. Then at lunchtime, it's lunch. Treat yourself. Have a pitta with some some tzatziki, let's say. Then for dinner, maybe two pittas, hummus and tzatziki. There you go. That's like one day on the dip diet. Um, maybe at the weekends, it could be slightly different. You know, instead of three meals you can have like a dip brunch dip dip like a platter of dips dip metze dip tap tapas i don't know a selection have all of the dips and lots of crisps and that can be your like saturday brunch if you'd like or you could have a sunday roast made out of dips exclusively maybe yeah you're allowed gravy gravy and pita and crisps could be you know the sunday roast on the dip diet this is this is genius. I, I'm I'm loving this. I don't know if anybody else is, but I almost want to try. You know, at the moment I'd say I live kind of a 30, 40 percent dip lifestyle. What if I ramped this up and went full 100 percent dip for a week? What else is good? Refried beans are all right. That's kind of like a dip. You have to take it out of the can and put it in like 
one of those plastic tubs. Basically, the rule here, I think, if it comes in one of those little plastic tubs, the see-through ones, then that counts as dip. If it doesn't come in one of those, then you might have a problem, which is why if you were to get refried beans in a tin, you'd have to move them into a dip packet because otherwise, you know, it doesn't count. But that is a good rule of thumb. If it's in a plastic container, boom, it counts. You're allowed it. Because that way it doesn't require any thought. You don't need to count calories or anything, any of that rubbish. Just look for what it's packaged in. Yes. Um, if anyone would like any more help or assistance on the, the dip diet, do let me know. I've already received some feedback, actually. Better include veggie crudités or not enough roughage. Does that just mean like bits of chopped carrot? Actually, yeah. I suppose that would be allowed because you can, you can dip carrots in dip. So that works. Okay, good. I'm glad. Yeah, see, you're helping to refine this already. Cucumber, also allowed. You can dip cucumber and stuff. If you really want, I suppose, lettuce. Lettuce works to be dipped, although I don't really like lettuce. But basically, if it can be dipped, then you can eat it with dip, which is considered anything that comes in a little plastic tub. It'll change your life. I'm not sure it'll change it for the better, but it will change your life. So if any of those trashy, gossipy, you know, health magazines lifestyle magazines want to talk to me further about this idea i'm very willing to talk and impart wisdom about the dip lifestyle something i aspire to be a part of so there you go that's my idea what do you think of it the dip diet sorry the alec feldman that bit's quite important the alec feldman dip diet where you exclusively eat dip what a life this is halsey and you should be sad on wizard radio why would you be sad when there's dip it's Wizard Radio, that was... What was it? Oh yeah, Halsey, and you should be sad. I'm Alec Feldman. The reason I am slightly distracted is because I've just been putting the finishing touches to to the birthday present that I've given James Gilmore, because it is James Gilmore's birthday today. So, hi James, happy birthday. Thank you very much. Have you had a nice day so far? It's been horrific. Good, good. Well, <laughs> don't worry, because it's about to get a whole lot better better yeah definitely better um, okay i've got i've got a couple of things for you first of all um i'm not gonna pretend that this was necessarily recorded exclusively for you but you can have a birthday greeting from katie perry should you like it okay is this what you want me to play now yeah yeah let's hear her birthday greeting to you okay happy birthday all right thank you i think i remember that from one of her singles but okay Possibly, but yeah. it still works in this situation, right? Um, yes, only it's quite confusing that she's whispering it. Happy birthday. Hmm. So. It, it does make me slightly uncomfortable. Yeah. In fact, birthday. if you listen carefully at the end of that song, she does the like, the happy birthday thing. And then there's a couple of, a couple of weird noises that I will now imitate using body parts. My, my hand and my arm to be precise. It's like, happy birthday. And All I don't right. know what that's about, but... All right, well, you know, let's listen again, let's listen again. Happy birthday! It's not on my clip. Oh, fine. But it's there, so I thought that was just worth pointing Thank out. You. But anyway, so that is small birthday gift number one. Lovely. How are, you, are you feeling better so far? Um, a little bit, yeah. Good. Well, that's that's only the beginning. Thank you. Because um, the the other gift that I have... I wouldn't say got you. That that maybe <laughs> maybe right. builds up a bit too much. The gift I'm going to give you is very much a leaf out of well, my book. I've taken a leaf out of my own book, if that's even possible. Okay, yes. I didn't know you could write, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I Well, as you may find out in a second, I, I really can. Do you remember before Christmas, just before Christmas... I wrote poems for people who didn't yes. know what to get people for Christmas. <laughs> yes, I do, actually. I do. And it was widely regarded as being a tremendous success, and everybody was very happy with the quality of poem that they were given. I believe it was called a flop, yes. Mm. Well, guess what? What? No, you have to guess. <laughs> You've written me a poem, haven't you? Of course I have. Wow. For your birthday. Thanks. Would you like to hear it? You can um, say no. Honestly, honestly, no, but I'll listen for entertainment value. Okay. <clears throat> it's called 
well, the thing it's called on my notes app on my phone is James Gilmore poem. Great. James Gilmore. You'll get ill more as the aging process takes its toll. More wrinkles, less hair. That's the goal. One day, the music will all sound the same. Don't like it. It's just noise. It's lame. On the day that you turn 22, ask yourself, what would Taylor Swift do? Are you happy, free, confused and lonely in the best way? Or just fed up at the stupid games I make you play? Like someone's knocking at your door, Urban Countdown and Connect Four. You're old. Happy birthday. I hope you have fun because there might not be many more. So just take it and run. Wow, that was... That is Thank worthy of a simple applause. Um, yeah. You see, I've now got a problem, Alec. What's that? The next one you want to play. So you asked me how my birthday was, and I said horrific. You've now done a poem essentially about me dying. And now the next song is If the World Was Ending by J.P. Sachs. This was so depressing. Almost like it's planned. Almost like it's planned. Thank well, you. happy birthday. This song is for you. It's JP Sachs and If the World Was Ending. Wizard Radio, JP Sachs and Julie Michaels. If the world was ending, I'm Alec Feldman. And it seems the world is still here, so we're fine. Pop Smoke, 1975, Dua Lipa, all playing in the next 30, 25, let's say 25 minutes. Yeah. Wow, you lucky things. Um, Now, though. School trips. Do you remember going on many school trips? Have you been on any recently? I remember when I went to secondary school, the number of school trips I went on just kind of dropped off a cliff. You, if you're lucky, you might get like one or two in the whole time you were there, which is a shame because in primary school, there'd be I don't know, one, two, th- maybe even three a year. And it was fun. But primary school trips are, are the thing I would like to talk about because I had a very very strange primary school school trip that went on this week and i couldn't quite believe that it was a thing because i remember when i was at primary school we'd go to like the local library and the librarian would give us a talk about books and how to use a library very nice very wholesome or we'd go just on a walk to the local park to see nature and all that nice kind of stuff or if we were going to get a bit more exciting we'd go to like the zoo to learn about animals or the natural history museum or the science museum all these cool places that are like fun and educational that could go on on school trips i heard this week that my primary school the very school that i used to go to that took me to the library and to the farm and to lego we went to legoland to be fair that was a good trip but that was i suppose a bit educational because lego is like a building toy legoland okay that was good and possibly a bit of a jolly but nothing compared to what apparently they did this week when they took an entire year group on a, a school trip. I've done inverted, like, you know, air quotations for that one. A school trip, an educational school trip to Nando's. Uh, they're having a laugh. That is definitely just an excuse for the teachers to go and get Nando's. Possibly, you know, paid for by the school, paid for by everyone's parents or whatever. Um, just because they, they fancied, you know, a, a quarter chicken, getting those Nando's points in getting the points on the loyalty card an actual school trip to nando's it sounds incredible and yet at the same time it's a bit like what on earth because like <laughs> i don't understand what's what's educational apparently it was an attempt to you know teach people about food hygiene which sounds noble but then you can do that in lots of places that aren't nando's which makes it sound like it is just an excuse to get <laughs> to get kids to go to nando's and let the teachers have an hour off or two at Nando's. But it just, it blew my mind a little bit. So I would like to know in the next few minutes, have you ever been on a really weird school trip? What was the weirdest place you went to on a school trip? Either weird in like, hmm, what's the educational value in going here? Or weird in the sense that what happened whilst you were there was kind of strange. The things you were shown, the people you got to meet, that kind of stuff. The weirdest school trip you ever went on let me know, please. 07807 183538 on the text. Tweet me at WizRadio or email me station at wizardradio.co.uk. What was the weirdest school trip you ever went on? Can you beat a school trip to the Nando's down the road? I I would like to see if you can try. In the meantime, I'm going to play you 
a song called Christopher Walking by Pop Smoke. And I always do these 60 second guides, right? Every week. And sometimes, perhaps, they've been criticised for not being maybe as rigorous as they should be. The standards of research aren't that high. Occasionally, a few like incorrect facts might slip in. But don't worry, because this time I've done it properly. I've done all the research. I've checked it. I've referenced it. Everything I'm about to tell you is totally accurate. So before I play you Christopher Walken by Pop Smoke, I've got a six second guide to Christopher Walking. Are you ready? Alex, totally accurate. Definitely not made up 60 second guide. Christopher Walken, born in 1943, is an American actor who starred in over 100 TV shows and films in a career spanning over 50 years. He first appeared on screen in the 1950s when he was a child, and he's never left since. Well known for playing the villain, he's been in film, films like A View to Kill, Batman Returns, Catch Me If You Can, and Pulp Fiction. He was even considered for the part of Han Solo in Star Wars. He can sing, which is something he did in Hairspray, and he regularly acts on stage as well. He truly is a man of many talents. In 2006, a stage show was actually written about him called The Impersonators of Christopher Walken. Such has been his impact on culture. That same year, a website appeared claiming he was planning a run for president, which unfortunately turned out not to be the case. He's been married to his wife since 1969, and they have a cat together called Bowtie. And that, 100% accurate, everything I just said was true, is Christopher Walken in 60 seconds. Oh, hang on. Oh, apparently the song's called Christopher Walking, not Christopher Walken. Alpha. Oh, Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. The 1975 taking on borrowing the sound of Busted with me and you together song. Before that, Pop Smoke and Christopher Walking, not as I thought previously, Christopher Walken. Good. Playing next, that new Dua Lipa song that came out yesterday, and I've only heard incredible things about, but never heard myself, so we will get to hear that for the first time together in about five minutes' time. First, though, I asked you what the weirdest school trip you ever went on was, and oh my gosh, what are your schools doing? Like, honestly, I can't, I can't believe some of these, but we'll have a read, because they are incredible. So, do not move in the next... I mean, basically, the next 10 minutes, you've got some incredible messages that are ridiculous, followed by a Dua Lipa banger. So what's not to like? Don't move. Louise has been on first up. says, this is no joke, Alec. In primary school, I remember we had to go to the cheese shop at the bottom of the road because it was a school trip. And our parents had to sign a release form and everything. Did we go inside? No. We sat on the pavement opposite the cheese shop, drew the outside of the shop, and then went inside. Um, still, to this day, I have no idea what that was about. Why did you draw the cheese shop? Were you there to learn about cheese, or were you there to learn about art? I don't quite follow. Um, yeah, I don't get what was going on there. Like, when we had to draw stuff, we just went out on the field and drew a tree. But, I mean, the cheese shop is, is good too. But that does sound kind of weird, especially the fact that it was all this big, like, a big fuss, like, class, we're going on a school trip. Yay! To the cheese shop at the bottom of the road. Oh. <laughs> but okay, a good start, a strong start from Louise. Thank you very much. Jackson is next. In year six, we went on a school trip to learn about the cycle of life as animals as part of geography and science lessons. The school trip was advertised as a day on the farm, and that bit was really fun. We went to a dairy farm and helped milk cows, and it's actually one of my best memories from primary school. But uh, shortly after, we we had a stop off at a factory which processed meat. We didn't actually see any animals getting killed or anything, but there was a butcher there teaching us about different cuts of meat and stuff like that. There was a lot of crying and a bit of vomiting too when people started to think about the cow they just helped milk and become friends with was probably about to be killed. Oh, that's that is mean. How old were you at the time, I wonder? Was this like really, really young? They're just traumatizing small children by being like, this is the way the world works. It sucks, it's cruel, it's unfair. Go vegan or deal with this. That cute cow that you were just having fun with, it's dead now, it's in a tin. It's processed beef, yummy. 
that's brilliant. That's so funny. That they take like a nice cute day on the farm and they just ruin it at the end. <laughs> oh man. That is again excellent story from Jackson. Ellie says, in year six, we went on a camp for three days. It's a whole year group. A whole year group camping. Mm, okay. Brave. We did activities and team building. It was loads of fun. The only issue is that there were no showers and only outdoor toilets. We were there for three days. I have no idea how the school got away with taking us there, but it was a very smelly coach journey back at the end. Ooh. Eh, that's not fun. That's not fun. Smelly classmates plus physical activity plus stuffy hot coach equals a potential breach of the Geneva Convention, I think. That can't be legal. It must be against some kind of human rights that doesn't sound pleasant at all. What were your school thinking? No showers at all. Was anyone kind of filling up water bottles and just pouring them over each other with some soap and being like, ah, shower, I'm clean. You could you could charge for that. You could like run your own shower service where you shower people by pouring bottles of water over them. You could have made loads of money. That could have been a very profitable school trip for you. But nonetheless, you just had to stink on the coach instead. Tom's been on. When I was in year seven, I went on an away weekend with my school quite early on, which could have been a lot more fun if I hadn't accidentally wet my sleeping bag the first night, causing a rumor that I wet the bed. Technically true, but not really helpful. My sleeping bag stunk of wee for the rest of the weekend. One of my biggest regrets. Yeah, but I, I feel like wetting the bed isn't like something you can regret per se. Because it's not like a decision you've made. You didn't consciously decide, like, I'm going to wet the bed tonight. It just, it just happened, you know. These things happen. And people are probably going to be quite horrible about it. Because kids are horrible, especially when they're in year seven. So that is, that is unfortunate. That is, yeah. I guess not really part of the plan either on the school trip. There wasn't. Uh, an aspect of the trip called Tom weeing himself in his sleeping bag that wasn't on the itinerary it wasn't on the consent form it just happened as it does that yeah that does sound a lot worse than just going to Nando's to find out how to prep food safely and hygienically at least there were no toilet race incidents on that Nando's trip as far as I've been told so that's that's okay it's yeah it could have been worse but the, yeah, these are some, some seriously weird school trips. I've enjoyed this immensely. I think we're going to put this on the website if you want to hear it again because you enjoyed it. I mean, it'll be on wizardradio.co.uk. What's the website called? Wizardradio.co.uk very soon. I think that's all we've got time for for the time being. But incredible stories, absolute scenes. Your schools are, are taking the mick with these school trips, I've got to say. Enjoyed it a lot. Now, the show is almost over. We just have one more thing to do. We will find out who has been knocking at the door very shortly. First, though, a new banger from Dua Lipa. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Welcome back to Someone's Knocking at Your Door. I'm Alec Feldman. And um, a, a short while ago, not that long ago, someone knocked at my door, the door of my house. Here it is. There's the door. Doesn't it sound thick? That's right. It's a, it's a very thick door. Nice hardwood door. Anyway, the person on the other side of it is a very special guest that this week I've actually invited. I've invited down because it's a special occasion. And they were knocking at the door. And if you can guess correctly who they were, they'll come in. They can. We can have a chat. We can have some tea. Maybe even a performance. But if nobody gets it, then we'll just, we'll just send them away. That's the end of that. So, we know this person is not a woman, but they are a musician who is not, I repeat, not in the current top 40, which seems to be something people have struggled with a bit this week. Um, I'm gonna, I'll tell you what, I'm going to get the, the top 40 up right now to cross-reference what people suggest, because I... I have a feeling that there might be some discrepancy here, but we'll we'll just we'll just start going, and if there's something I want to pick up on, we will do that as and when. So the guesses on someone's knocking at your door this week. Um, let's start with Chris. Chris says, "Is Jonas Blue knocking at your door?" 
<laughs> and then he's gone on to say, I absolutely hate Jonas Blue. I think he's an overrated one-hit wonder. I don't know why radio stations always overplay his music, and he's just so boring. He probably isn't in the UK to force you right now, right now because he's irrelevant. But I don't know why you'd invite him over to your house. Wow, that is scathing. Chris does not like Jonas Blue. I feel like... Have you messaged the show before, Chris? I'm sure we've had a message from someone before saying broadly similar things about their hatred of Jonas Blue. <laughs> Unless it's just a, a very common emotion to feel. Okay, first things first. Is Jonas Blue in the top 40? No, he's not. Okay, so fair enough. You've got that one right. That is a fair guess. It qualifies. But it, is it Jonas Blue who's been knocking at the door? No, it, it's not. Not this week, I'm afraid to say. Well, I mean, maybe I'm not afraid to say because you seem to hate him. You'd be quite angry, I would imagine, if it was Jonas Blue. So for Chris's sake and everyone else's sake, Jonas Blue is not knocking at the door. It's fine. There's no need whatsoever to panic. It's not Jonas Blue. Megan says, is Louis Tomlinson knocking at your door to promote his new album? I do love Louis. I have a lot of sympathy for him because he's been through so much. But he just doesn't chart like the other One Direction boys do, does he? He really needs a lot of support on this album to help it chart. So please, stream the uh, stream Louis' new album. Now what you've done here, Megan, I, I see what you've done here and it's clever. And I've, I've fallen for it. You've just used someone knocking at your door as a way to, to sneakily get people to listen to Louis Tomlinson's new album. Because you like Louis Tomlinson, which is fair enough. Um, so yes, everyone. Once the show is over, although Miles' show is quite good actually, he's on at five o'clock. Once Miles' show is over, then go and listen to Louis Thompson's new album. Is he in the top forty? I, I I think he might not be. No, he's not. He's not in the top forty. Okay, and it's not Louis Thompson. I'm afraid knocking at the door this week. Sorry to disappoint you, Megan. Um, I know you probably would have loved that, but it's not him. I'm sorry. Michaela says, I've always thought that one day you'd do this one. And it just makes sense that it would be this week. Is James Gilmore knocking at your door? He is a man. I've heard him sing on air before. So technically, he's a musician. Magician? A musician. <laughs> musician. But he definitely isn't in the UK top 40 right now. I don't even need to look that one up. He's not. It would make sense that it was him because he was on your show earlier today. I mean, yeah, he's on my show every week. And it's his birthday, which is why I thought you'd say it would make sense. It's not him, but are you there, James? I want to talk about singing. When have you, when have you sung on air? Um, definitely over the years, I've sung a few, a few ditties here and there. A little number. A little number for the audience. Yeah, why not? Oh, very nice, very nice. Okay, um, is it you knocking at the door? It's not, however. I actually um, don't have any hands, so I can't knock. Very well. Lucy says, I think I know who it is. Is it Justin Bieber? I don't know how his new single is charting, but I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest. So he probably isn't the UK top 40. This would be a real coup for you, Alec, if you managed to get Justin Bieber on your radio show. It would be. Um, I feel like the calibre of guests we usually get on isn't quite up to his level. Yummy by Justin Bieber is actually at number 13. So just because you personally don't think it's much good, I mean, fair enough. Um, enough people do that he's doing all right. So that's fine. But you no, know, he's not knocking at the door because I don't think we can get Bieber on the show. Rosie says, I think the person knocking at your door is very lonely and very sorry. Is it Joel Corey? I've never actually heard his voice before, so I hope I can find out what this mystery man sounds like. Me too. But unfortunately, today's not the day that we find out what Joel Corey's voice is like. Maybe he talks through like a synthesizer, a voice box, like the Google Translate person. That would be good. But uh, no, Joel Corey, unfortunately, is not sorry, nor knocking at the door either. Sorry about that, but no, you are wrong. And it seems nobody has guessed it correctly this week, which is very sad. It's sad for all of us, but it's especially sad for James Gilmore, because what I had done is book this person especially to sing a special song for James Gilmore's birthday. Obviously now, now that we can't let him in because nobody's guessed it, that won't happen. But... Um, I suppose I can play you a pre-recorded version. This is what it would have sounded like if if this person had been knocking at the door. Because the person knocking at the door this week is Stevie Wonder. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. He was going to sing a special song for James Gilmore on his birthday, but now, obviously, uh, we've got to cancel that. 
Sorry, Stevie. I know you've come a long way, but no, you got it. got to go home. Sorry, there's no time. Nobody guessed it was you. So, um... On your way out. I'll pay for your bus fare. It's fine. Thanks. Uh, just um, just sending off Stevie Wonder there. He was knocking at the door this week, but unfortunately, we couldn't actually get him on the show. What a shame. Nobody guessed it correctly. Oh, well. Uh, another week where I win. Yay. Um, and that's, that's about the end of the show, really. So thank you very much for listening this afternoon. Thank you especially for your someone knocking at your door guesses and your messages about weird school trips, which were fantastic. I love that a lot. I'm done now. I'm going to go off and enjoy my Saturday evening. If you would like to enjoy your Saturday evening even more than you were going to already, why not listen to the podcast, Alec Feldman, the podcast. Get it from all the places that you get your podcast from. It's this whole show, but with all the music taken out. And that's that. I'll see you on Friday at three. Weekly mixtape is on once again. And then on Saturday, this show, we are back. And Miles Wakulski is on Wizard Radio next. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts, or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.